0: Do you really need guests for your podcasts? How do guests benefit your podcast and how can they help in the growth of your show? And is it really essential to bring guests onto your podcast? These are just some of the things that we'll be talking about in this week's episode. Welcome to the Podcasting University. Looking for help on starting your own podcast? Then this is the place to be. We will help you with everything from selecting your topic... To promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible. Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week. You can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Podcasting University. This is Dilip, your host, and if you're new to the show, then you might want to subscribe to this show on whatever platform you are listening to it right now. Because every week in each one of my episodes, I share a podcasting tip that will help you learn how to get started with your own show, run it successfully and monetize it. So whatever is a platform that you are listening to this podcast on right now, Go ahead and subscribe to the show so that you stay updated with every episode that I release. As podcasters, we all know how challenging remote podcasting can be, especially if you're running an interview format podcast. Something that I absolutely cannot compromise on is the quality of the interviews. If the audio isn't crystal clear, you're giving a reason to your listeners to browse away. But thankfully for me, I don't face that problem because I use Zencaster. For all my recording needs. Zencaster provides provides crystal clear sound and amazing HD videos if you prefer videos. The best thing, there is nothing to download and even my guests who aren't tech savvy can get started easily by clicking the link that I send them. Now, If you are like me and are obsessed with quality, then you need Zencaster. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code the THEPODU. It is T-H-E-P-O-D-U. You will get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all of my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Now let's Continue with our conversation. A few weeks back, I received an email from one of my listeners asking me why is it that I'm not bringing any guests onto the show. Now, this question prompted me to create this episode because it is very important to understand the strategy behind bringing guests onto your show. And this will also help us decide if we really need podcast guests for our shows. Most of what we are going to discuss today will be from an individual podcaster's perspective. All of this is going to be from a point of view of individuals who are creating their episodes and running the show on their own. Let's first look at the various objectives with which you start a show. One, you are probably a hobby podcaster and you're running it as a hobby. Two, maybe you're running it to make money through sponsorships, advertisements, and selling products and services. Number three, it is to build an authority for yourself or your personal brand. Or number four, It is probably an extension of your business. Now, in all of these four objectives, if you look at each of these objectives, we realize that as a hobby podcaster and as somebody who is looking at making money through sponsorships or advertisements, it doesn't really matter if you are out there to build an authority for yourself. But in the other two cases where you're running it as an extension of your brand or you're running it to build a personal brand for yourself. In both of these cases, it is important that you build authority for yourself. And it is these two bifurcations that is going to help us decide if we need to bring in guests onto our show. And if at all we are bringing in guests, then how many such episodes should we be releasing? Let us look at the two types of podcasters who start off with podcasting. The first one usually are People who are experts in a certain field and who are looking to further enhancing the value of their personal brand and building more authority for themselves. Now, number two, the second type of people are the ones who are interested in conversations and they want to use that skill of theirs to bring in people who can inspire and motivate others. Now, these are usually the two kinds of people who start off with podcasts. The strategy to be used in both these cases are going to be different and one critical aspect in this strategy is going to be how you are using guests for your show. Now in the first case where you're trying to build an authority for yourself or you're trying to build a brand for yourself it is important that you appear as an authority. It is important that you establish yourself as an expert in that field or an authority in that field. So you have to be the one who's to be known as the expert and in order for that to happen you need to control the conversation and you need to showcase yourself as an expert. Now in such a case your strategy can take this two-prong approach. The first one is that you create solo episodes where you're sharing tips and advices about whatever topic it is that you're covering in your show using which people can learn and grow. The second approach is going to be where you're going to bring in guests who can add in more value and also give more information to your audience. Now, when you're bringing in guests, it helps you in three different ways. One is that it helps you in bringing a slight variation to the format because otherwise in a monologue format, it can become extremely boring. So, when you bring in guests, it gives a variation to the format and this in turn will also help with better engagement in addition to breaking the monotony of the of that single voice that you're going to use in your episodes. Number two, a third party coming on the show and endorsing some of the tips and tricks and advices that you are sharing on the show will further help you build your authority because it is stamping the information that you've been sharing. So it helps build your authority and it helps you establish yourself as an expert. And number three, it is helps a lot with creating content because one of the biggest problems that most content creators face is in creating content, is in getting content ideas. So when you bring in guests, the content is primarily being created by the guests. So that way, some of the content creation is taken care of by the guests. We're almost five minutes into today's episode and I'm hoping that you are enjoying the conversation until now. If you are, then, then please do consider referring this podcast to your friends, your family and your social media circles, whoever is interested in getting started a podcast, they'll be able to find a lot of value in this show. So do consider referring the podcasting university to people who you think will benefit from this information. Now let's continue with the conversation. If you dissect this model a little further and take a deeper look, you will realize that this format will be a monologue heavy format where there is a lot of single voice you talking and the bulk of the episodes will be with you sharing information at least for the first few years until you've established yourself as an expert or an authority after which maybe you can start bringing in more guests but the first two three years is going to be years where you're going to establish yourself as the go-to person in the niche or your field. Number two. The reason for bringing in guests is primarily to endorse the knowledge that you are sharing and also to bring in a variation to make your show even more interesting. So it is not going to be heavily focused on guests. My show, The Podcasting University, falls into this category and most of the shows in this category are in the educational niche. So they are trying to teach people something. And it is hence that my show is Monologue heavy where I focus a lot of monologues, but I also bring in guests who are successful podcasters or people in the content marketing niche or in the branding niche who can help you with further establishing yourself as an authority in your field. If at all you're starting a podcast of your own. But does that mean that I'm not going to bring in any guests? Absolutely not. I will be bringing in guests periodically. Because it is an opportunity for me to learn from them and also to build relationships with a lot of these established authorities in the fields. And that is something that I don't want to miss. So I will absolutely be bringing in guests onto my show. Now, if you look at the second category of podcasters, which usually is something that you will see in the inspiration niche or the motivation niche, the objective of the show is to inspire people. And one person talking into the microphone every week is not going to be inspiring at all. I'm sure you would agree with that. So instead, if you can get achievers from various fields and get them to talk about their journey to success, then nothing else would be needed to inspire and motivate people. Such shows are primarily guest-focused and needs a lot of guests. What you will notice with such shows are that one, the guests are the attractions for the show. People tune in to listen to these guests and their inspiring stories. The host becomes a facilitator who is facilitating the conversation with the podcast guest. Now, he wouldn't really be sharing a lot of information on these episodes. He will only be pitching in here and there, but most of the time he'll be asking questions from his podcast guests. So his responsibility there is to make the guests talk as much as possible and to extract as much knowledge and information as possible from these guests. Number two, these shows become popular because of the kind of guests, because of the kind of guests that they bring in and the kind of questions that the hosts ask these guests in order to get the information out of them. So that is how these shows become popular. Like for example, the Joe Rogan experience. Just imagine if the Joe Rogan experience was happening without a guest. You would absolutely not like what is happening there. So these shows are extremely guest heavy. Now in such shows, you will see that the number of monologue episodes would be very few or at times it might not even be there. And most of the episodes will be interviews with guests. So these kind of shows absolutely need a lot of podcast guests. Now, when we're talking about these two formats where one, there is an interview format with a lot of podcast guests coming in and the second one is a monologue format. There are a lot of pros and cons for each of these models. Now, for example, if you are running a show that includes a lot of monologues, Then it gives you more control over your publishing schedules and over the content. The interview formats can be extremely effective if you plan your interviews well in advance and if you have a repository of interviews that you have, which you can publish periodically. Number two, the content ideas can become a big challenge if you're running a monologue type of format because you are the one who's going to be generating a lot of content. Whereas in the case of an interview format, most of the content is being taken care of by the guests because they are the ones who are coming and talking about specific points or specific topics that generates content on its own. So you don't have to worry about content generation in specific there. Number three, the editing time in the case of monologues is very less because those episodes are going to be only about 10 to 15 minutes. Whereas the interview episodes are going to be anywhere between a 45 to 60 minutes, which means the editing time is going to be extremely high. So that is something that you might want to consider. Number four, getting guests onto your show can be a challenging task. You need to speak with different people, get them to agree to come on the show, schedule the time, then go on the interview on time, record the episode. So there is a lot of effort involved and the most difficult of all of this is trying to get the guest onto your show. Now, in comparison to that, if you look at the monologue format, it is very simple All that you need to do is just pick up your microphone and record and you have your content ready. Number five, succeeding at interviews. It is an art and it lies in the way you are able to frame your questions to get the most information out of your guests. And you will take some time to learn the art of interviewing. And only if you are able to do it effectively will your show be interesting for your audience. Whereas in the case of monologues, there is nothing like that. All that you need to do is just share a tip, trick, advice, something of value for your audience. But then the arc there is to know how to engage your audience and not sound too monotonous and boring for your audience. So, depending upon these pros and cons and depending upon your show format, what is the kind of topic that you're covering, the decision to bring in podcast guests to your show or not to bring them in, will depend upon what kind of show or what kind of strategy you're going to follow for your show so to answer the question do you really need podcast guests for your show not really you can very well focus on a monologue format of podcast there are a lot of such podcasts that are extremely successful and have been running for so many years now so if that is something that you prefer you can absolutely go with the monologue format and go ahead and launch your podcast in that genre in that format but again The need to bring in guests will depend upon what kind of podcast is it that you're planning to start. So keep this one thing in mind when you're starting your podcast. Pick the strategy that suits your podcast topic, your podcast niche and your convenience. Depending upon these three, decide if you want to get podcast guests on your show. Now a simple little tip that I would recommend. Go with a hybrid format. Now, hybrid format can easily be used in the interview format podcast as well, but you need to be a little innovative and creative on how you're going to frame your monologue episodes in between. There is something that can be absolutely done. So go ahead, think through it, run it in a hybrid format where you can be a little guest heavy, but try to intersperse it with individual monologues. That way you will have far better control over your publishing schedules and your content generation. So that is all that I have for this episode. I'm hoping you enjoyed the information that I shared in this episode today and you found value in what I shared today. If you did, then don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. The Podcasting University is available on pretty much all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Jio Amazon Prime Music and Ghana as well. So pick your favorite platform and subscribe to the show there. You can visit the podcastinguniversity.com forward slash 78 for the show notes and the printable transcript for this episode. I'll also be sharing a lot of recommended tools for podcasting in the show notes there. So go ahead and visit the podcastinguniversity.com forward slash 78. That is all that I have for this episode. If you have any questions, please feel free to drop them in the comment section at the podcastinguniversity.com or you can even use the contact us button and I will respond to each of your questions there. That is all that I have for this week. I'll be back again the next week with another interesting podcasting-related tip. Until then, keep listening to The Podcasting University.